1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending
2: Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Doing a little California dreaming with the Mamas and the Papas, and we dream of a California that is not quite as ideologically whacked out. And joining us in that fight is our friend Pete Peterson, Dean of the Pepperdine School of Public Policy, joining us where it's even earlier. Pete, how you doing? Good morning.
1: I'm great, Mark. Great to be with you.
2: Nice to be with you, too. So first, a couple of things that I saw on your Twitter feed on that interesting fateful day Tuesday as Nancy Pelosi came before the cameras and microphones and said, The times have found us. The actions taken to date by the president have seriously violated the Constitution. It is for this reason the House must move with the impeachment inquiry. You call this the continuous transcendentalism of the left. What did that mean? Well, there's
1: a, there's a way that the left talks that really removes any sort of responsibility for making decisions, right? When, when uh, Speaker Pelosi says the times have found us, uh, Beto O'Rourke uses this phrase, history will judge us. You, you hear that other phrase, you know, the moral arc of the universe bending in some sort of direction, usually in the direction of a progressive policy outcome of some sort. It it really is frustrating and, and very much of a transcendental way that there is, there is some sort of direction where history is going, and we just need to get in line with it. And with that, progressives use that kind of language to essentially force the hand and say, well... You know, we, uh, it's not my fault. It's not my responsibility. This is just the time that has found us. And it's, and it's a, it's a very powerful way f- that progressives use language to direct towards a particular political or policy outcome.
2: And, and I, I think you've suggested exactly why they do it. It's not that we woke up and decided to push this right. agenda. It is like, I mean, look outside the window. The times have found us. We, it is, it is absolutely required of us. And in that same Nancy Pelosi, uh, uh, announcement about the impeachment inquiry, she wrapped herself in, in the Constitution, the document the Democrats routinely savage, as if the the fou- the, fou- the founders will rise up out of their graves if they don't go uh, pedal to the metal on impeachment.
1: That 's i mean there's that great biblical phrase right that we are we live in a uh, under a cloud of witnesses right that that, that supposedly in Hebrews, this case yeah. for on the progressive version of that, not that they might take the biblical language yeah. seriously, but the founders are looking down upon us and again, what it removes, and this certainly is what we teach at the at the graduate policy school is there needs to be some real intentional deliberation where people sit down and talk through these very uh pivotal decisions historic decisions and just to take a step back and just say well we we really don't have a decision to make here because the time has found us or history will judge us if we don't do x is uh, is really important language that we really need to pick apart and and delve into.
2: And and as you've identified, you are there on the shores of Malibu at the Pepperdine right. University School of Public Policy. You're surrounded by a lot of college-age folks. And and you talk a lot about viewpoint diversity and and, and wrote a great blog piece about that. And and the, the conversations we've had are about the generational links to ideology. So let me ask you something. To go back to Speaker Pelosi and, and then the younger squad gener- generation of, of Democrats, younger, angrier, hungrier, more impeachment uh, driven. Uh, and yet there's Nancy Pelosi, uh, an older and say what you will about her politically, but she's a smart woman. And I think she knows that impeachment's not going to work well for the Democrat Party. What is it in the AOCs, the Rashida Tlaibs, the squad, the younger Democrats, th- where, where they can't see how this might blow up in their faces?
1: you know i uh it, obviously living here uh, where i do in southern california i have a lot of democratic friends <laughs> and uh and when i speak with them about it uh it, at least those who are very uh, deeply engaged politically what they tell me is the pressure from the far left is so extreme on the speaker, that they're not really seeing the bigger picture here. They they have felt that, uh, in many ways, that the Mueller testimony and that investigation was going to result in an impeachment. Obviously, it didn't. It went through two years of that. And all of a sudden, the story comes up here about this uh, phone call with the Ukrainian president, and it seems like within three days, we're already going straight to Straight to the panic button and straight to impeachment, and I, I, I think in some ways this is a, a redux of an attempt that was made to impeach the president through the Mueller hearings that never happened, and now they're seeing this this last golden opportunity before we get into the actual election year uh, to impeach the president.
2: And th- this may be crazy over analysis by me, and I don't want to go too far, but it's tempting to think in terms of uh, millennials and and, and immediate gratification. We've got to have impeachment blood on the wall now. We're not going to look at the big picture. That requires maturity, measured, some intellectual discipline. And I don't want to paint with too broad a brush, but I'm just wondering if the younger running at a hotter temperature breed of Democrat, they got to have it and they got to have it right now.
1: No, everything is so extreme right it, it's and, and I would actually point to a you know if we want to get uh, meta about it as the as the Gen Z would say uh, you know when we when we 've taken uh, the religious dimension out of our political discourse, we essentially make everything an earth shattering event and I think what we 're seeing in our politics now that once we 've we 've taken God and a sense of of eternity when we've taken this, uh, the, the long-range picture that I think faith at its best gives us all kind of a longer-term view of our own role. Uh, everything becomes very immediate. This, the, the social media obviously supporting it, the 24-hour news cycle supporting it, but everything becomes very immediate and present tense. And I think with that, we're getting into these situations like we have now, where I'm sure for most of your listeners and for me, This seems that this this current impeachment crisis seems to have come almost out of nowhere. And we've gone from zero to 200 miles an hour in the course of in the course of uh, three or four days.
2: Yeah, and this is what leads me to think that it may burn out and collapse under the weight of its own silliness. But boy, I'm done predicting what's going on. But I can predict I can predict this that at the Pepperdine School of Public Policy, there's calm and measured analysis all around. Pete Peterson is its dean on Twitter. He is Pete4CA. Pete, the number four C A as in California. Pete, thank you as always. It's wonderful to have you. Thanks so much, Mark. You bet. God bless.